Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. I'm going to be hanging out with you for the next four hours. Thank you to everybody tuned in on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. People tuned in and locked in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. All my folks listening on Sirius XM Channel 158. And everybody tuned in on a smart speaker where all you have to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. We've already had a busy night. We know we've had a busy weekend. Conference championship games, college football playoff, NBA in-season tournament going on right now. We just had a great game, and the Pacers are going to Vegas. We got a good Monday night football game. Who would have thought this? Right now, the Bengals are beating the Jags 21-14 down in Jacksonville. Yeah, Jake Browning. Leading the way. He just threw a 76-yard bomb uh, to Jamar Chase for a touchdown. And who would have thought this? I was expecting this game to be a warm-up for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was expecting this game to be one of those games where the Jaguars can establish themselves as one of the best in the AFC. They're going to have to take care of these Bengals if they want to go ahead and uh, let the world know that they are not just an 8-3 and three aberration. So we'll keep you up to date on this game right now. The Bengals lead once again 21-14 against the Jacksonville Jaguars as uh, Joe Burrow sits on the sidelines with his arm in a cast and also in a sling. And let me give you that quick update on tonight's uh, play-in game. And this was a damn good one as well, taking place in Indianapolis Uh, It took my eyes a little while to get used to the basketball court, but the Indiana Pacers, they beat the Boston Celtics, eliminated them from the NBA in-season tournament. The final score there, 122-112. to A Tyrese Halliburton showing everybody that he is an all-star, that he is one of the best guards in the NBA. He decided to go off tonight, 26 points, 13 assists, to go along with 10 rebounds. Uh, Jason Tatum at the end of the game took some uh, threes that made me scratch my head, but ultimately he finished with 32 points. Jalen Brown had 30 when the Boston Celtics have been eliminated from going on to Vegas and winning their share of half a uh, half million dollars. Uh, the Indiana Pacers are going to wait to see what happens tomorrow between the Milwaukee Bucks and the New York Knicks. So 
We got a lot to talk about besides the games tonight. We'll get there. We had some great NFL games yesterday. Uh, the 49ers absolutely smashing the Eagles 42-19. to uh, The Packers surprising everybody and beating the Chiefs 27-19. to We got Kenny Pickett out for the year. Well, not out for the year. Out for a couple weeks might as well be the year. With that high ankle sprain surgery, there's just a lot going on. And, of course, we're going to get into the college football playoff, of which many people are still upset about even tonight. If you want to talk to me here on CBS Sports Radio, it's very, very simple. The phone number is as follows. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can find me everywhere on the Internet. I am at JR Sport Brief. So if you like to uh, argue with strangers, if you like to complain uh, uh, with strangers, if you got nothing better to do, you can find me there and knock yourself out. Also, I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's not here in Atlanta with me. He is holding it down in New York City. Dave, how are you, man? Do you have a good Monday? I am, JR. Having a good Monday. Always good to be with you, my friend. Glad we got a good game. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Uh, which good game? Which one are you talking about? That's a good point. I'm talking about the, the, the game that you alluded to when we thought this was going to be a statement game for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it's been anything but. We got a quality Monday Night Football game when the Bengals, JR, had every reason to pack it in this season. Well, I mean, they, I don't know if they're packing it in. They got Jake Browning out there. I know all the other uh, skilled players, they certainly want to play. Uh, no expectation that Jake Browning was going to go out there and do anything as uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars are entering into their own uh, red zone right now. And so they may sooner than later tie up this score at 21 all. So we'll keep you up to date on the Bengals and the Jags. We'll get into uh, the Indiana Pacers knocking off the Boston Celtics. There's just so much, so much that took place. I didn't even mention this. I don't believe the New York Jets, they stink too. What else is new? Not only do they get, I don't want to say smoked, because the Falcons got their own issues. Uh, not only do the Jets lose to Atlanta 13-8, their quarterback situation gets uglier. Reports coming out. Zach Wilson doesn't want to start again. And then Rob Salah says, that's inaccurate. Zach Wilson told me he wants to start. And then there's another report. Diana Rossini comes out and she says that Zach Wilson... Yeah, he, he wants to play, or he's not sure, but Aaron Rodgers is trying to convince him. This is the most New York Jets thing ever. This was pure comedy for me earlier today. Let's start the show off with a laugh, courtesy of the New York Jets. Hey, Rob Sala, what's the deal? Zach Wilson doesn't want to start? This is what Rob said earlier today. The, well, let's be clear. Um... If he was reluctant to play, guys, he wouldn't be here. All right. Uh, I actually, coincidentally, just got done speaking with him. Uh, he came in about a half hour ago, and we had a really good conversation. The young man wants the ball. He wants to start. He believes he's the best uh, quarterback in the room and best quarterback for this team and the best and the guy who gives us the best chance to win. Um, and I'll tell you guys the same thing I told him. I appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that he wants to play. I'm just not there yet. Oh, hilarious. He said he still doesn't know who's going to be the starting quarterback. Well, yesterday, the New York Jets went through Tim Boyle, who sucked. They went through Trevor Simeon, who sucked. Every time I feel like Trevor Simeon snapped the ball, 
He got sacked. The man was sacked three total times. And now they may hand the ball back to Zach Wilson. And can you fault Zach Wilson if he's like, y'all quit on me, I'm going to quit on you? Not necessarily the attitude, the proper attitude of a football player, but reasonable attitude from a human being. Six touchdowns and seven interceptions. Here's a couple of things. Zach Wilson sucks, and so does the offensive line. You don't need to pick one over the other. Both can be true, and they are. The New York Jets now have a record of 4-8, and eight, and they're comedy. Their fans in agony. Their fans are suffering. Hey, how about this? The Jaguars, they just scored 21-20, to 20, getting ready to kick the extra point to tie this one up. Trevor Lawrence connecting with Washington on a hell of a catch. If they call it a catch, you have to bobble it a little bit. I think they'll let it stand. Should have been picked off. Uh, he, he got that clean. No should have. Good, good, good hands by the wide receiver. We'll see if that play uh, stands out there. Speaking of misery, yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars, this is actually their first appearance on Monday Night Football in 12 years. Yeah, they've been relegated to Thursday Night Football, I guess, where uh, ass teams go to suffer. But tonight, Jacksonville Jaguars in primetime. And speaking of primetime, we know a team that will not be in primetime. Happens to be Florida State. I told you this was a big weekend. No, how did I even forget this? The Heisman, the finalists were announced tonight. McDaniels, Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., Marvin Harrison Jr., even though he, we know that he will not win no damn Heisman as a wide receiver. But we got plenty of time to get into that this week as they hand out the Heisman on Saturday in New York City. Florida State ain't winning nothing. Let me just go ahead and, and, and get that out the way. We know what the final four of the college football playoff is going to look like. We got Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama. And I did a lot of talking last week, a lot of hoping that Alabama didn't go out there and beat Georgia, and they sure as hell did. And every human being that stopped me in the street over the past two days as I wore a Georgia hoodie, everybody let me know. It's like, yeah, go dogs. My response is, yeah, next year. Because Alabama beat Georgia again to pick up that last spot in the college football playoff, and now there is no Florida State. They're on the outside looking in, even though they are undefeated. They're on the outside looking in, even though they've had to deal with injury. They're on the outside looking in, and now they play Georgia in the Orange Bowl. How exciting. Not exciting. Everybody is ticked off about this. Their head coach, Mike Norvell, he was on ESPN yesterday, and he's just like, yeah, uh, we got screwed. Oh, com- hey, Shep, the computer sucks? <laughs> I didn't say that on the air. The no, it doesn't. Second. No, I said it. No, it doesn't. The computer sucks. It's okay. You can only work with what you can work with. Let's go ahead. We already got a caller here. Griffin is calling from San Diego. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Griffin? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How old are you, Griffin? Twelve. You're 12 years old. Well, welcome to CBS Sports Radio. What's on your mind? I just wanted to talk about, like, how Florida State should have gone in. And I'm a Michigan fan, so I wanted to play Florida State knowing they had their third 
quarterback in. <laughs> you wanted to pick the bones. You wanted to take advantage of an injured team, right? Yes. Okay, well, that's that's not a bad attitude. Well, is that your only reason for wanting Florida State in the playoff? No, I mean, no, I don't even think they're that good. But I do think they deserve to get in with undefeated and Power 5 Conference champion. Yeah, but I mean, they, they, they were. So who, who, let me ask you a better question. Who would you take out of the college football playoff if you wanted to throw Florida State in there? Bama. You wanted to take Alabama out? Yes. And why would Alabama not be deserving to be in the playoff? Um, how close their game was against Auburn, how lucky they got with that touchdown at the end of the game. Is that is that it? That's the only reason? And, I mean, they should have lost that game. And if they lost that game, they wouldn't be in. So, and Florida State would. Yeah, but, I mean, if, if that's the only reason, I don't – I don't think that's a strong enough reason. I mean, you're looking at the fact that they they should have lost the game, and they did win the game. Jalen Milrow had to throw a bomb into the end zone uh, to win it. I mean, there are other factors that you have to take a look at. And Griffin, thank you so much for calling from San Diego, okay? Thank you. No doubt about it. Shout out. He's 12 years old. Good for him. Congratulations. But here's, here's the real deal, man. Alabama won 11 straight games, okay? Alabama just knocked off a Georgia team that won 29 consecutive games and happens to be, I don't know, two-time champions. They've been able to solidify their quarterback situation with Jalen Milrow. I can't look at them playing a close game against Auburn and and having to come down to a Milrow uh, pass and say, oh, well, they need to be taken out. I think that's all a benefit. And when you, when you look at the conference champions, yes, being in the SEC, that is, that is I don't want to say more than important. They knocked off the top dog. And they, they certainly have looked better than Georgia the past couple of weeks. That's why I said, I, I feel, and I tweeted this out, Georgia eliminated itself. This is no different than us going into the Big Ten and having to take a look at Ohio State and looking at Michigan and having a clear understanding that whoever wins that game goes to the college football playoff. This is no different than what we also got over the weekend, actually Friday night when I wasn't here, when Washington went out there and beat Oregon 34-31. to There are certain games that you know, if you go ahead and win, you advance. Unfortunately for Florida State, life ain't easy. Life ain't fair. They've gone down one quarterback. They've gone down two quarterbacks. And now they are out. They have to go out here and quote-unquote settle for the Orange Bowl. Yeah, can't wait for that. I know the Bulldogs and the Seminoles, they can't wait to compete in the Orange Bowl, which amounts to, uh, I don't know, a whole lot of nothing. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. If you want to talk to me like Griffin from San Diego, you can do it too. He was able to call up because he's a genius. The phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. So much going on. NBA in-season tournament time. Pacers go to Vegas. NFL is going on right now. We got the Bengals and the Chiefs tied at 21. 
We got Zach Wilson quitting on his team. Possibly. Maybe. We're going to talk about the Niners. We're going to get into the Eagles. We're going to talk about the Chiefs. We'll talk about the Packers. The Eagles picking up a new linebacker. Kenny Pickett. Is he coming back? We have no idea. We have so much to do. I'm just getting warmed up. I'm going to kick a couple of computers and make things work. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, do you understand a few minutes ago, I just told you that the Jacksonville Jaguars tied up this game against the Cincinnati Bengals. They tied the game up 21 all. And then the Cincinnati Bengals did and called one of the dumbest plays that I've ever seen in my life. Deep into their own territory here. Coming on after, uh, you know, setting up to, to start their own drive. For whatever reason, the Cincinnati Bengals at their own 25-yard line call for Tyler Boyd to pass the ball. The Cincinnati Bengals trying to come up with a little bit of trickery Tyler Boyd throws the pass to Josh Allen. Yes, the same Josh Allen who is terrorizing quarterbacks all over the league. He intercepts the ball, and four plays later, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're able to score. Trevor Lawrence pushes the ball over the goal line on a fourth and goal, and the Jacksonville Jaguars now lead the game 28-21 to because the Bengals wanted to try some stupid trickery in their own damn territory. Basically, might as well have been the red zone here for the Jaguars. Jaguars lead 28-21. to 21. Before we went to break, we had a, quite a conversation, even already at the beginning of the show, about the college football playoff. Who is in? Who is out? We know there's no Florida State. We also know that there's no Georgia. And so a matter of fact, to, to talk about all of this, Let's have a conversation right now. Joining us from The Athletic, Chris Vanini. Chris, you're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. How are you, man? I am doing well. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you taking the time to hop on. Let's, let's get right into it. Uh, your initial thoughts on the four teams that got in. Would, would you approve on what has taken place? Well, uh, I was shocked. Uh, I did not think they would do that to Florida State. I did not think that they would basically ruin their season. The the committee would ruin Florida State's season and basically blame Jordan Travis's broken leg for that. Uh, and but but that's what they did. If you wanted to get the four teams that would give you the most interesting semifinal games, I think they would do. I think they got that right. Um, the, the the issue is it's never really been the case before. So uh, I can, committee can defend what it did, but I, I think 
what it did to Florida State is something that's going to reverberate for a long time and is going to potentially have some long-term implications. Chris Vanini is here with us on CBS Sports Radio representing The Athletic. What teams or what team would you have taken out from that top four? I would have taken out Alabama and I would have put in Florida State at number four because they did everything that they were supposed to do. They won every single game. They beat a top 15 team in their championship game by multiple scores. Uh, for, For as ugly, admittedly, as the offense was, it ignored how good the defense is. That's, that, that was the worst performance by a Jeff Brom offense in, like, years. Florida State's defense is very much legit. Uh, they didn't seem to be getting credit for that. And also, backup quarterback Tate Rodemaker, who didn't play in the game either, he would have been available for the playoff. And he's played before, and he's put up numbers before. So, uh, ultimately, I would have done that. Florida State was the most deserving. They it, it, To me, it would have just simply been the fairest thing to do. But – this was the year the committee decided to do four best for real this time. And so that's ultimately Alabama. When we move forward to next year with an expansion of the playoff from four teams to 12, do you think that it would have obviously solved an issue like this? I know you said you you feel that this will reverberate into the future. Doesn't the expansion of the playoff kind of wipe that away a little bit? Yes. uh, it won't have this decision to make again. And in fairness, the committee never had to face a decision like this before. Uh, Usually the four teams are pretty clear. If you're going by most deserving this year, it wasn't clear. And so they had to finagle some other things. It it was an abnormal year with so many undefeated or one loss power five teams next year. It won't be the, the situation. The top four, five, six teams will obviously be in, but there will be a lot of questions toward the committee that we're not asking this year. For example, Florida State didn't get in the top four, but they still put them at five ahead of Georgia at six. If you think Alabama's better than this Florida State team, how do you not think Georgia's better? And if this was a playoff year, Florida State would be playing Liberty instead of Ole Miss because they got five over six, which would be a pretty big uh, controversial move if, if that's what they did. So there are going to be just – new uh, factors, new things to get upset about, not to this extent because the field is bigger and more fair, but the committee in in many ways is going to have more work to do next year. Chris Benini is joining us here, CBS Sports Radio. We're talking college football. Chris comes through via the athletic. When you think about the matchups that we know that we are now going to see, we have Michigan and Alabama, we have Washington, we have Texas. What are your thoughts on how this college football playoff is going to play out? It it feels like the first time maybe ever that it feels like all four teams can win the championship. Uh, Michigan opened as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I think that's down to like one-and-a-half. It's possible Alabama could be favored to win this game. Alabama might be a favorite to win the national championship, even if we don't think they should have been in it. Uh, So I think it's going to be two very exciting semifinal games. The other game has Texas, the three-seed, a favorite over the two-seed Washington. Uh, So I I think the matchups are going to be fun. The styles are going to be fun. The game should be good. And that's ultimately, you know, on New Year's Day, that's the thing we're going to be talking about. We're not going to be talking about Florida State not making the playoffs. So I, I think this is it's a year where it didn't feel like there were any elite, elite teams. 
And the playoff, I think, is going to show that out. Any four of these teams could win it. Is there one team in particular that you favor more than the other three? Not really. I mean, if I had to pick one, I think I would go with Texas, probably. I I think they're the most complete team, both sides of the ball, top to bottom. After that, I I mean, maybe Alabama. I mean, if you take out that Auburn game, which was admittedly extremely weird and they should have lost it, Alabama's been a very, very, very good team. So it's possible we get a four versus three in the championship game. I think that's that's what makes this year uh, more unusual than the others. Chris Vanini is joining us here from The Athletic on CBS Sports Radio, talking some uh, college football playoff, college football action. We also learned today, this evening, uh, as we get ready for the Heisman, we got the the final four candidates there, Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., and then Marvin Harrison Jr. Who do you think is going to walk away with that big old trophy? Well, I, I'm not allowed to reveal who I voted for, but I'll tell you who I think is going to win at the end of the day, and I think it's going to be Jaden Daniels. He put up some ridiculous numbers, and he'll have the benefit of being basically the only Southeastern player who's a finalist. or who, who is, He's going to get a lot of the votes from that part of the country. I think it's possible Michael Penix and Bo Nix split votes out West. Uh, and I, and I think, uh, think Jaden Daniels, he's a heavy betting favorite right now. I think he comes away with the trophy uh, on Saturday. Okay. Chris Vanini here with us, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Let's talk about some teams that aren't in the the conversation for the college football playoff, and I'm I'm talking about Colorado. Even today, Deion Sanders doing a a lot of talking about his new show, talking about FSU, saying he's going to go shopping uh, for some linemen. Uh, What do you think about what he was able to accomplish in year one uh, what can we look forward to in year two? I think by the end of the year, Colorado was what we thought it was going to be. It was going to have some moderate improvement. It was going to have some pretty good talent at the skill positions. It was going to be extremely weak in the trenches. It was going to get beat up by a very, very tough Pac-12. That's what ended up happening. It just happened in an order in which uh, things seemed higher and lower than maybe they were. When you have that big upset of TCU week one, defending national runner-up, we're thinking, hey, that's crazy. This is They were like 20-point underdogs in that game. Maybe this is working. Well, it turns out TCU goes 5-7 and seven and is not that good anyway. you know. And it turns out going to overtime with Colorado State uh, was, was a sign. It turns out that Nebraska was not any good either. So I think we ended up where – I think a lot of us expected them to be before the season started, brought a lot of attention, ton of attention. Enrollment is up, uh, merch sales are up, a lot of money going into Colorado. That's a good thing for them. But I am concerned. I I am concerned about them moving forward because of basically everything that has happened since the middle of the season. He demoted his offensive coordinator, who then left. He has a very small recruiting class coming in. He's lost some of those players. They've decommitted already. He's had a number of starters go into the portal. He's lost several assistant coaches. And this is the question. This is the question we all had for Dion when he got the job. How is he going to handle when things go wrong or when things are not heading in a good direction? That was the question everybody, athletic directors who who might hire him, that's what they want to see because he'd never been faced with that. And that's what I want to see these next couple of months how he comes out of it. Who do they get out of the portal? Do they get some surprise commits 
on signing day. Does he hire some coaches who fit better for what he wants to do? So a lot of storylines for Colorado going into the offseason. Chris Vanini here getting ready to wrap up, joining us via The Athletic. When you think about it, you, you mentioned the Pac-12. We know Colorado is getting ready to bounce out of the Pac-12, uh, join the Big 12. We all know you, you had mentioned uh, Texas. You, you feel that they probably have the edge and being the most complete team to win it all in a couple of weeks, uh, next month, I should say. What is your thought on all of the alignments this past college football season we saw the end of a lot, whether it's the, the SEC on CBS, we see the Pac-12 dwindling down to two. Where does college football move into the future with all this realignment? It's going to be a completely different sport next year. Uh, conferences are going to be different. Schedules are going to be different. The playoff is going to be different. The way we view wins and losses is going to be different. So this is really kind of the end of an era. And I think when you saw what Washington and Oregon did in that Pac-12 championship, a great game, high-level football, it's just a shame that the conference couldn't keep itself together. And it wasn't any one decision that led it to unravel. It was a collection of decisions by multiple people over a decade plus that led it to ultimately implode. And it's really sad. I think it's not good that we don't have a marquee conference out west. you got marquee teams out there. But that area of the country, now you've got schools and fans and teams that aren't going to play each other anymore or play each other very often. It's going to feel even more disconnected if you're a fan out west. So, you know, it's going to be fun seeing Michigan, Washington, you know, Oklahoma, Alabama. We're going to get more of these high-profile games, and ultimately that's why this happened, because you're going to get more high-profile games. You're going to get better TV ratings. And I think most fans are going to be fine with that in the end. But I think it's it's worth remembering that uh, everything we kind of had this year, kind of the last time it's going to feel like that. Yeah, we, we saw the mascots hanging out at the Pac-12. That was a, a sad, sad scene to see. Hey, Chris, thank you for taking the time to hop on. Where can people follow you and all your great work with The Athletic? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you are on social media, just at Chris Vanini, my name, and also we got a ton of stuff at theathletic.com. Oh, Chris, thank you again for taking the time to join us. Uh, good, good, and good luck, and enjoy the rest of it. Okay. Yep. Thanks for having me. All the best. Thank you so much to Chris Vanini for joining us here uh, from the Athletic, taking a look at the college football scene, the college football playoff scene, the Heisman. A scene, and, and Chris feels that Texas is probably uh, positioned just a little bit better than the other three teams to walk away as, as champs. And he feels that Alabama would be not too far behind them. And like a lot of people, he feels that Florida State, the Seminoles, should have been in the playoff. We're going to continue to talk about it on the other side of the break. If you want to talk to me, the phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. I'm going to take your calls. Who do you think belonged in the college football playoff? Who do you think belongs in the college football playoff? I'm going to take your calls and then, you know what? We're actually going to talk a, a little basketball. Boston and Indiana, the Pacers moving forward. We have another in season tournament game going on right now between Sacramento and the Pelicans. We got a Monday night football game going on between the Jags and the Bengals. 
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, JR, man? I, I listen to your show every night, man. I, I tell you what, man, you miss your calling, bro. You miss your calling as a comedian. You are a funny dude, man. Not, not, I don't mean that in no disrespect, but you are truly funny. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Oh, yeah, no, I, I ain't trying to be funny about nothing. Just tell the truth. I'll tell you what also isn't funny. This Jake Browning dude? Like Joe Burrow's backup from the practice squad? Yo, what the hell type of game is this guy having? He's thrown for a touchdown. He just rushed for another one. The score is tied, 28-28. Jacksonville and Cincinnati, they're they're tied up 28-28. Jake Browning has completed 24 of 28 passes. He threw that 76-yard bomb to Jamar Chase. He also had a, uh, a goal line rush to score another touchdown to tie the game up. And now with a, a little more than eight minutes left, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars standing at about midfield uh, trying to put up another score to hopefully ultimately uh, win this game. So this is, a, this is not a little bit closer. This is just flat closer than anything that anyone would have ever expected tonight with Jake Browning coming through in place of Joe Burrow. We'll keep you up to date on the game as it continues on. Uh, 855-212-4CBS is the number. Thank you so much. Right before we went to break, we were joined by Chris Vanini uh, from The Athletic as we took some time to talk about the college football playoff. Uh, We know the field is set. We know that that does not include uh, Florida State. And so I'm going to take some of your calls, and then we, we, we have to listen to of what was another electric game tonight. Uh, the Indiana Pacers eliminating the Boston Celtics from the NBA in-season tournament, 122-112. to 112. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton had an amazing four-point play that I want you to hear. But let's get to your calls first. Greg is here from Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, good evening. Good afternoon, uh, Chair and Mr. Positive. Hey, I got to tell you, I'm going to upset a lot of people. But, uh, yes, Florida State should be in. But the game that I think everybody um, wants to see because of the personalities is Alabama versus Michigan, the greatest coach of all time in college uh, football, and Jim Harbaugh, who I, I want to call him eccentric, but I would use a lesser word. But uh, I think that's the game that's going to bring in the ratings. And, yeah, it's very tough to decide this because – I was not expecting Alabama to beat Georgia. And, you know, and then you got an undefeated team. So this is so serpentine that, uh, serpentine that uh, it's unbelievable that, uh, you know. But uh, I think uh, the world wants to see Michigan versus Alabama. Am I a little bit off base? What do you think? No, I don't think so. I mean, you, you, you nailed it. I mean, you have, you have two coaches here. And thank you so much, Greg, for calling from Michigan. Appreciate you, my man. We have so, so much personality 
between Saban and Harbaugh. Like, why wouldn't you want to see that? I mean, we could sit these two dudes across from a table and have them go at each other, and I think that would be worth the price of admission just by itself. And so Michigan, and I, I didn't even bother to watch this game. I, I'm not going to say that I'm, I'm just a psychic. I'm not Miss Cleo. But when has Iowa put up points against anybody? They can't. And so I checked in. Every time I looked, it's like, oh, Michigan is winning. Michigan is winning. They beat them 26 to nothing. I was like, I ain't watching this crap. It's a far-gone conclusion. So Michigan stomps them out. They end up there. Now, what, what I will tell you, uh, Greg, you had mentioned you were just surprised that Alabama beat Michigan, or excuse me, Alabama beat Georgia. I mean, outside of the past two years, uh, like, like where you been? This is the, Georgia has been the little engine that could. Georgia finally got over the hump the past couple of years. And so that's why I said last week, I'm like, yo, I hope this is not the case because I knew that Georgia would be screwing themselves up if they lost, and they did. Alabama has been hot. And it's not a matter of, oh, how they finish a game or how they beat an Auburn, how it takes a pass. No, nah, man, they have been hot. So damn hot that they're now in the college football playoff and Georgia's on the outside looking in. And as much as I represent and love the dogs, I'm wearing a Georgia hoodie right now this minute, this second, I got to look at reality. They choked. And Bulldog fans, this is something that we're used to when they take on Alabama. Except for this time, they're two-time defending champions. This time, they won 29 in a row. Well, as of right now, Alabama's better, and they won the SEC. You know who they can blame? Georgia? Themselves. Simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We have Manny calling from Flushing, New York. Manny, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, bro, how you doing? Amazing. How are you? What's up? Nothing much. Um, I'm just watching the game right now in Sacramento, the Kings and the and um and the Pelicans. Good game though. Um, I mean, you know that that last game, the Pacers and the Pacers and the Celtics. Uh, that game was very spectacular. I gotta admit to you, Tyrese Halliburton is growing up to be a very good player. I mean. Um, I just hope that he gets a taste of the playoffs because it's been four years. I haven't seen, I have not yet to see him. Hope he makes, hope he makes his team to the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, Manny. I, I hate to interrupt you. Uh, Trevor Lawrence just went down on a sack. Could not put weight on his right ankle. Looked like he is his own lineman mm. uh, stepped on the inside of his ankle. Uh, Trevor Lawrence could not get up. He could not walk off. Uh, he took a knee. He threw his helmet yards away, put his head down, screamed, cursed. And so Trevor Lawrence might know something. And, and ho- Manny, I want to thank you for calling. I got to talk about this. Trevor Lawrence might know something that we don't know. Uh, I don't know what has snapped, crackled, popped, pulled, I have no idea. JR, it looks like the right ankle, and obviously he cannot put any weight on it right now. Oh, yeah, we just talked. We talked about it, Chad. Right. No, I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, they, they've gone to commercial, and right. we have no idea what the deal is with, uh, with, with, with Trevor Lawrence. No, I, I detailed. He threw his helmet. He got stepped on, and, and we don't know if it's a sprain, if he broke something. 
and we may not find out for I don't know uh, another another hour or two like what the deal is uh, with Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully, much sooner uh, than that. N- not the way at all that this team, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, stand at eight and three, trying to prove that they're playoff contenders. Not the way at all that they would uh, that they would want to end this. We're going to find out sooner than later. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Paul is here from Rhode Island. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, boy, I saw the same thing you did. Jay, uh, that's not always a call. I wish a young man to, prog- to progress like anybody else. It doesn't matter what uh, what team you like. Uh, that didn't look, did not look good. Anyway, listen, I just before I go off my uh, circus here, I want to wish you a, a nice holiday. And I just Thank want you. to... Uh, my original call was, okay, Florida, you're not big money. You didn't make it. They want the big four big bangs in there. But uh, I also want to say thank you, uh, Mahomes, to do a favor for uh, the team you lost to. But it's a shame. What's a shame is that the referees, you know, last week I called you. This is your brothers and I helping Oh well, thank you, thank you, Paul. I got to get Goodbye. back to Trevor Lawrence as, as he he's telling me about some stinking referees. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is is being walked to the locker room right now. A man on each side. He's not putting weight on that that right leg. He, he slammed down that fist in frustration the moment that it happened. Even Trey Hendrickson, uh, the the opposing team, kind of. Uh, kind of knelt next to him when it went down. Uh, so he, he wasn't carted off the field, walked off the field, a man on, on each side, as the Jacksonville Jaguars just missed a 48-yard field goal attempt. The score is still tied up at 28-all. Now about five minutes left in this game, but nobody will care about that. It's all about Trevor Lawrence and what the hell is the deal with that ankle. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Talk more football. Give you an update on Trevor Lawrence. We have it on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.